0: So, this is Vibe Drive episode 146. And we're about to talk about one of my new favorite topics in the tech phase. We're talking about a new social media platform. We're doing it live. We're doing it next. On Vipe Drive, we'll start now. What's up, people? This your boy Viper, the man about tech. And welcome back to another episode of Fight Drive. This is the podcast about tech, hosted by the man about tech. And tonight, your boy is going solo, coast to coast. We're going to talk about the brand new social media phenomenon, the brand new Clubhouse app, the one that your boy Viper has spent a lot of time on in the past month. So I figured I would come on here, come on the podcast tonight, Give my thoughts about being on Clubhouse. I've been on the app for about a month now, and it has literally already changed my life. So I want to talk to you guys about it real quick, let you know what's going on, how you can get on there, things like that. And then we'll just see what happens. So the first question that we have to ask ourselves is, Viper, what is Clubhouse? Clubhouse is a brand new social media platform that is audio only. I kind of liking it, to a hybrid between Twitter and a podcast. It's kind of weird to describe. It's like going to like a a conference, like a summit or or VidCon or something like that. You know how when you go to conference and you got like a bunch of rooms where they're doing different speeches and and talks and things like that, and you choose the room that you want to go to? Well, Clubhouse is something like that. You get on the app and it's populated by a bunch of rooms that they call the hallway, where you get your full list of rooms and then you can pick and choose which rooms you want to partake in doing, uh, things like that and it's cool the cool thing about clubhouse is that once you go into these rooms you can literally interact with the people in the room now when you first go into the room you are in what they put or uh, you are in what they call the audience so you're not on stage you're not you're not you're not able to talk yet but when you go into a room you can listen to whatever talk is happening in that room now, if you want to go on the stage or the speaking area of the room, you can either raise your hand because they have a raised hand function in every clubhouse room, or a moderator can invite you up to speak. So you can choose to go on stage or you can raise your hand to indicate to the moderator that you want to go on stage and speak in the room, this, that, and the other. You don't have to go on stage. You can just be in the room and listen. Uh, some people like to listen. Some people like to talk. It ain't completely up to you how you want to experience clubhouse, but... I think I have found that I have had some of my best experiences by going up on the stages and talking to different people and getting to know people things like that. So it is a very interactive platform. But the other cool thing about Clubhouse is that even though it's interactive, it can be passively consumed, which means you can have it on in the background. You can either be doing other things on your phone without having to be looking at the app. So since it's audio only, the audio can be playing in the background while you're on your iPhone. You could be on Twitter or uh, even YouTube, which is kind of crazy. Or you could be listening to some music. It, it's crazy how it works, but you can consume the app passively. You don't have to be actively engaged with it at all time. Now, because of this ability to passively consume the app, you can end up spending a lot of time on it. Or even if you're actively engaging in a conversation, you could you could literally spend a lot of time on that app. So that is what Clubhouse is. Again, I have been on the app for probably about a month now, and it's literally changed my life. Um, Before we get into all that, though, I should probably mention that the app right now is still in beta. It is invite only. And the only people that have access to the app are people with iOS devices, either iPhone or an iPad. It is not yet available for Android, although they are working on an Android version. The reason why there is no Android version right now is because Clubhouse, believe it or not, is only nine employees deep. They only have nine employees running the entire app. So they don't have enough manpower to dedicate to an Android app, but they are hiring people all the time. So it's only a matter of time before they open it up to Android once they get the manpower to explore that possibility. But it's definitely coming. Uh, They do these town halls every week on the app where they talk about new things that are coming. And they have said that they are definitely planning on extending to Android once they get the extra manpower uh, to back them up doing that. So it's coming to Android. It's not on Android yet. It's only on iPhone, iOS is invite only. The invite system is pretty interesting to me because in order to invite somebody to the platform, you have to have their phone number, or they you have to have a phone number that they have associated with an iPhone. Um now, this, this can be uh, this can be a little bit of a concern because some people don't want to give out their phone number. But I mean, there are, we we know that there are like different ways to like get additional phone numbers if you want to. I mean, you got Google Voice. You got other services that allow you to get extra phone numbers. So that's not that big of a deal. But you do need a phone number in order to sign up to the app. So that's something to be aware of as well. The invite system, as I was alluding to, is kind of interesting because when you invite somebody to the app, you are forever linked with that person. So I was invited to the app by my friend Shelly. So at the bottom of my Clubhouse bio is Shelly's name and (laughs) faith, letting y'all know that she's the one who brought me on the app. Now, this is interesting because it really kind of heightens the fact that you need to be aware of who you invite on the app because they will ever be they will forever be linked with you directly because your face and your name will be at the bottom of their bio anytime they interact in a clubhouse room. Now, the reason why I say you have to be careful about who you invite is because if you end up inviting a buffoon or a clown and they come on the app and they make a ruckus, they, they upset people or they break terms of service that reflects badly on you, because anybody can go to the bottom of their uh, their bio and see that you are the one that invited them. And consequently, I have heard, now I don't know if this is a fact, but I have heard that if somebody gets kicked off the app or gets in trouble on the app, the person that invited them could also get in trouble because they invited that person on the app. So it's an interesting uh, format that they have going on. And I kind of like it because it it adds that extra layer of accountability and then you don't have a bunch of crazy people running rampant in the app because you definitely want to be mindful of who you're inviting. Now, something that I, I have seen on the app, which is kind of questionable, is that uh, underage people are using the app. Uh, now, this, be, this is happening because I don't think people have read through the terms and service of the app. But if you read through the terms of service, it clearly states that you have to be at least 17 years or older to use the app. I mean, you got 12 year olds, 13 year olds on the app using it and things like that. And that stuff can happen all the time. But when you got grown folks actually inviting them again, this is why I say you have to be careful about who you invite because your name and face are associated with them. So when you see these 12 and 13-year-olds running around on the app and you go to the bottom of their bio and you see that a grown folk or grown adult added them, it's like, did you not read the terms of service? Like, how are you letting kids on the app? Do you not know that's against the, that's, that's against Clubhouse terms of service when you have these little kids running around? I don't know. I don't know. So it's kind of crazy. But again, you got to be careful who you at because you will be forever linked to that person. So, again, I have been on the app for about a month and I have had amazing experiences on the app. But even before I ever got on the app, I've heard nothing but bad things about the app. Uh, a lot of journalists were giving the app a bad rep because uh, there are some bad actors on the app. And there are some things or some journalists have been accusing uh, people of blocking them from accessing the app and things like that. I, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. But here's the thing about that. Clubhouse is a social media platform. So at the end of the day, at its core, it's basically nothing but a bunch of people gathering together. The same way a bunch of people gather together on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. I mean, in actuality, we are all just gathering together on all these different social media platforms. So no matter what the platform is doing or how the platform infrastructure is set up, at the end of the day, you're still dealing with the same people on each and every platform, so you really can't badmouth Clubhouse for having bad actors because every social media platform since the dawn of time has had bad actors. You can't get away from it. We're the same people using the same platforms, no matter if it's a YouTube, Clubhouse, Twitter, Instagram, it doesn't matter. We're all using the same platform, so of course, if one platform has a bad actor, the other ones are going to have a bad actor too, so how how do you put that against Clubhouse? How do you How do you say that's a knock against Clubhouse when you get the same stuff on Twitter? There are bad asses on Twitter, too. Are you knocking Twitter? I mean, I don't know. It's just it's crazy. I don't know. But I have had an amazing experience in my month on the app. Here's the thing about social media that people need to be aware of. Social media is literally what you make of it. And what I mean by that is you normally you, the individual, have the power to curate your own social media experience. What do I mean by that? If you go on Twitter, your Twitter timeline is populated by the people that you choose to follow on Twitter. It's the same way on Clubhouse. The hallway or the list of rooms that you see in your hallway is populated by the people that you choose to follow on the app and the rooms that they interact with. So again, your experience on most social media platforms will be solely dictated by the content and the people that you choose to follow. So if you're having a bad experience on that social media platform, more often than not, it's your fault because you are following the wrong people probably. Now, obviously there are there are caveats. I mean, you might run into an a-hole on a social media platform, or you, I, it's just anything can happen at any time. But by and large, you are the author of your own experience on social media because the algorithms are going to spoon uh, feed you what you desire. The algorithms are going to try to lock on the things that you like and don't like, and the algorithms will custom curate the experience for you depending on what you feed it. So again, the stuff that you see on your Twitter news feed, or timeline, I should say, is the people that you follow and and things that they're doing and tweeting about. Your clubhouse hallway will be populated by the people that you follow the rooms that they're in, this, that, and the other. Your Instagram will be populated by the people that you choose to follow on Instagram. So again, it's all about the the people and the things that you choose to follow on social media. Shout out to those y'all who are listening on audio only this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. I'm talking about my one month experience on the new Clubhouse app. I appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode on the audio airways. If you guys would like to support the podcast, there should be a buy me a coffee link in the show notes. Nothing is required of you, but if you, uh, but whatever you are willing to contribute, As always, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. If you happen to be listening on an Apple device, which most of you are, please consider leaving a rating or review because it helps more people discover the show. It uh, helps us get back into the top 200 of tech podcasts on Apple. So please, if you are listening on an Apple device, uh, please leave a rating or review. And thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. So what do I think the impact of Clubhouse will be? Whoo. Well, already, like I said, I've been on the Apple Month. It's already had an amazing impact on my life. Um, two weeks ago, I think, no, uh, last week on this channel, on my YouTube channel, on my live stream YouTube channel, which I'm broadcasting this podcast from, I had a ladies night. I had five, six, I think seven ladies on the, uh, on the show with me uh, to discuss different things that they're going through and this, that and the other. Uh, Two or three of those ladies I met on the Clubhouse app and they were uh, cool enough to come hang with me on my YouTube channel live in color. So I have already met amazing people on the app. I've gotten them. They they are supporting me on YouTube. They've been on my live streams and things like that. And as LeBaron Burton has highlighted in the chat tonight, Clubhouse is probably the most powerful networking platform in existence, even more powerful than Twitter and LinkedIn. And that's saying something because LinkedIn is usually the top dog that you think about when you want to talk about networking, either LinkedIn or Twitter, probably more so LinkedIn because LinkedIn is kind of built to be a networking tool, but Clubhouse smashing both of them. And the reason why Clubhouse is more powerful of a networking tool than LinkedIn or Twitter is because Clubhouse allows you to actually talk to people in real time and not just talk to people in real time. It allows you to talk to people that you would never have access to through a LinkedIn or a Twitter, at least not in real time. One day, or uh, one time I was on Clubhouse, I literally found myself in a room with Gary Vee and Serena Williams' husband, Alexis Hanan, I think his name is. That is crazy. And that stuff happens a lot on Clubhouse. You could literally find yourself in rooms with some people that you would never have access to in the actual normal world. It's crazy. One Saturday night, I hosted a TechTuber lounge room in Clubhouse, and in that room, I kid you not, I had, I, had Justine, Justina and Derek, I had a sister Jenna in there, uh, Xbox's Major Nelson, Larry Herb was in there, the Wall Street Journal, Joanna Stern was in the room, along with my man, Renee Ritchie, I'll reviews, and a bunch of other top tier tech content creators and people in the tech space, all in the same Clubhouse room, And that's something that I have never been able to accomplish before, not even on YouTube. And I've accomplished some pretty crazy things on YouTube, but it was nothing compared to what I was accomplishing on Clubhouse that night. So, again, the Clubhouse platform could put you in some potentially incredible situations, depending on who you follow and who you choose to surround yourself with on the application. It is absolutely amazing, man. Amazing. Amazing. So I see Samuel is uh, in a chat. He's saying that uh, LinkedIn supports his, uh, his organization is supported by LinkedIn, but Clubhouse, not so much. Wait for it, bro. Wait for it, Samuel. <laughs> more and more brands are starting to realize that Clubhouse is a powerhouse. And uh, yeah, Clubhouse is here to stay. You all, I'm letting you guys know right now. Clubhouse is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. They have some powerful backers backing up the platform. It's not going anywhere. It's getting more popular by the week. And once it go, once it does open up the Android and open publicly who got the limit but yes the impact of clubhouse is major it's already been major it's already changed my life and i've only been on the platform for uh, about a month but it's already changed my life somehow some way i've been on the platform a month and i already have 1300 followers i i don't know how i don't know why 1300 people follow me on clubhouse but i've amassed 1300 followers on the app in a month so it's kind of nutty but uh It's amazing. Every time I go on that app, it's just it's incredible. The rooms that I go into, the people that I'm able to interact with and the the fun times that I have. And the app is so fun that you can literally get lost in it for hours upon hours on end. And it can literally mess with your productivity if you're not careful. I've had a few of my friends uh, tell me that they had to step back from using the app because it's so immersive. You can really get lost and it can really mess with your productivity and your sleep if you're not careful so it is definitely a force to be reckoned with if you're not careful about using it in moderation for sure (laughs) oh man gotta love a new social media platform gotta love it so i talked about the impact of clubhouse i talked about my experience on clubhouse um the other thing that we need to talk about is some clubhouse etiquette uh (laughs) oh my lord now i've talked about this a little bit uh in videos and i think maybe um I don't know if I talked about it on these streams before, but there are things that happen in the app that kind of irked the hell out of me. And so if you guys are planning on using the app or if you're already on the app, I'm just going to give you a couple of the things that you might want to be mindful of when you're on the app. My number one pet peeve about being on clubhouse. And most of y'all know where I'm going already. If you've been listening to me, but my number one pet peeve about being on clubhouse is that if you are on stage in a room, which means you are in and in, if you are in a position to speak, And you're on stage with the moderators and other speakers if there is a conversation going on while you're on stage please for the love of god do not interrupt the conversation to announce that you have to go they have literally built a function into the app so you can leave quietly the button is literally labeled leave quietly so you don't have to interrupt an ongoing conversation just to let people know that you have to go I know, like, this goes against some people's like uh, etiquette and things like that. But you have to use your brain when you're on an app. If there's an ongoing conversation happening while you're on stage and you have to leave, don't interrupt the don't interrupt the combo to let them know that you're leaving. Just leave quietly. Hit the button and you're out of there. It will whisk you right out of the room. You're good to go. That would literally be the equivalent of being at a uh, at a beach, and a speaker is speaking, and you get up and be like. I'm sorry, Figure. I gotta go. Thank you for the speech and walk out. Who would do that? Literally, no one would do that at a conference. So, if you wouldn't do that at a conference, why in a Blue Monkey Nibble would you do that in a clubhouse room? It is infuriating. It is annoying. And I hate it. And I I always have to harp on this because people do not understand how just rude that is when you are announcing that you're leaving when you're interrupting a conversation. Now, I will say this if you are on stage, and you have to go, and there is a pause in the conversation, then by all means, let the people know that you got to go and take your leave. I don't have a problem with that because you're not interrupting the conversation. But if you are going out of your way to interrupt the conversation that is going on just to announce that you are leaving, you are are a special type of a-hole, okay? You are a special type of a-hole, and you you need to leave quietly. The button is literally there to leave quietly. All right, I shouldn't harp on that so long. I could be, I could talk about this all night long because it pins me off all night long, but we're not going to talk about that all night long. We're not going to do it. <laughs> Again, I think the other thing that I highlighted earlier, be mindful of who you invite to the app because like, as I alluded to earlier, that person will be forever linked with you. So if you invite a douche on the app and they get on the app and be all douchey, they're going to be looking at you. They're going to be looking at you. So just be careful about who you add to the app, who you invite on the app. Um, The other thing about being on the app is that I would encourage anybody who's on the app to actually go on stage and speak if you are comfortable doing so. And even if you're not comfortable doing so, I would encourage you all to like go outside of your comfort zone and speak. Your life could literally change if you just take the chance and go into these rooms and speak. Now, I'm not saying you have to go speak in every room because no, why would you do that? If you're not comfortable with the subject matter, then don't go on stage and try to act like you know something that you don't because they will expose you relatively quickly and it'll be embarrassing for everybody. Don't do that. But if you are in a room where you know about what's being discussed, don't be afraid to go on stage and lend value and add value to whatever it is that is being talked about. We We all can add value. We all have our experiences. It doesn't matter how big or small your experience is. It is important And someone can get value out of your experience. So don't be afraid to go into these rooms, go on stage and lend your value and expertise if you have knowledge in that topic that's being discussed. I promise you, if you go outside your comfort zone and go on these stages and speak to people, it will literally change your life. You will make new connections and new networking possibilities that you did not know that was possible just by you opening your mouth and speaking on the app. Again, I have done this. It has changed my life. I have met all sorts of amazing people just by going on these, uh, in these rooms, going on these stages and just talking. I mean, I cannot tell you how many YouTube rooms I've been in where I've talked about different things relating to YouTube, even though I'm still relatively new at YouTube. I've only been doing it for three years. But in those three years, I have learned a lot. So I have not been afraid to go into the YouTube room and share a little bit of my knowledge about YouTube in the three years I've been doing it. And a lot of people have found value in that. Because again, I have been doing it for three years, so I picked up a few things along the way, and I kind of I tried to relay that value in the YouTube room for people that are thinking about starting YouTube or very early in their YouTube career. So again, it doesn't matter how far along you are, you can definitely provide some value if you are knowledgeable in that subject area. So don't be afraid to go speak. you could you could change somebody's life or your life could be changed. Probably your life gonna be changed first. but definitely don't be afraid to talk because, it's an amazing experience once you go on here and you network and talk to people for sure. Let's see, LeBaron says uh, it all depends. You got to read the room. Yeah, I I, I think you talk about my uh, my my leave quality thing. But yeah, like I said, if there's a pause in the conversation, by all means, you can announce that you're leaving. But if you are interrupting the conversation, no, 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 no. So yeah, that you are, LeBaron brings up a, good, up a good point. If you are moderating a room, then obviously you really can't leave quietly if you're moderating the room unless you have other moderators in the room. So here's the other thing about clubhouse. Every clubhouse room has to have at least one moderator. Um, if it has no moderators or if the one moderator leaves the room, then that room automatically ends because there's no moderator. So every clubhouse room has to have at least one moderator. I have found the best practice to have other people come up on stage and make them moderators if you are comfortable with them being moderators in a room that you host. Usually when I host my TechTuber lounge every Saturday, I have two additional moderators in the room with me, just in case I need to step away or do something else, then I have those two extra people to moderate the room while I'm gone. If that's the case, but definitely, if you are hosting a clubhouse room and you feel like you might have to leave the room at, at a certain time, either invite somebody else to be moderator or you have to end the room. But yeah, obviously you can't. You just can't leave in a in a in a in a, in a, in a dead of night if you're moderating the room. That's just not going to work. <laughs> so I definitely agree with LeBaron about that. You gotta you gotta you gotta handle that accordingly. <laughs> Also, when you're on a stage in clubhouse and you're not talking, please be considerate and mute your mic. I cannot tell you guys how many times people have been on stage in these rooms and their background noise. They got crying, baby, barking, dark, barking, barking, dark, barking, dog, uh, just all sorts of loud environmental background noise that is just killing the conversation on stage. So if you're on stage and you're not speaking, please mute your mic. Now, by default, when you are brought up on stage in a clubhouse room, the app will automatically unmute your mic. So it is up to you to mute your mic if you're not talking. Now, if you're about to talk, then obviously you don't want to mute your mic. But if you're brought up on stage and you know you're not going to talk for a minute or two or a few minutes, mute your mic because your mic will not be muted once you are brought up on stage. I don't know why clubhouse does this. I feel like when they bring you on stage, the mic should be muted. Um, hopefully that's an update they'll make in a future uh, uh, our update on the app. But right now, your microphones are automatically unmuted when you, go, when you uh, get caught up on stage. So definitely mute your mic if you're not talking. Be polite to the people in the room. So another one of my big tech P's about clubhouse. Sometimes when you're in a clubhouse room, some of these rooms can get big. And by big, I mean they can get 100 or more people at a time. I mean, they can, some, of these rooms have, uh, some of these rooms can have hundreds of people in there at a time. If you are in a room with 100 or more people in it and you get called on stage, for the love of God, that is not the time to tell your entire life story. There are so many other people in that room that want their questions answered or they want their chance to talk on stage. When you're in a large room, be respectful of the room. Respect the room. If you have a question, keep it to a minute or less. Make sure that your question, you're not telling your whole life story or giving your whole backstory. Ain't nobody got time for that, and more often than not, they're not going to care. They're just, they just want you to ask your questions so they can help you and and keep it moving. Because again, when you're in a room with a hundred or more people, there will be a lot of people that want questions answered or want to be able to ask questions. We don't have time to spend five minutes on you and your backstory. That, that's just not respectful. That's just that's just being rude to the rest of the room. So as you guys were saying in the chat, read the room. Don't be up on stage telling your entire life story if you know that there's other people that want to be on stage and ask their questions as well, please be mindful of the people in the room with you and just respect their time. So if you're in a large room, I would say if you're on stage asking a question or something like that or telling or, or whatever, try to keep whatever you're going to say to 60 seconds or less to be respectful of the room that you're in. Now, if you're in a smaller room with like maybe 10, 20, 30 people, then by all means, it doesn't matter much because you're probably not going to have that many people that want to talk in that room because of the smaller room. But This is specifically for the bigger rooms where there's a lot of people. Be respectful of the room and don't take all day when you get your chance to talk. Uh, Just keep it to a minute or less. That works. You'll be good. So the last thing I think I want to talk about is maybe the future of clubhouse. Um, I think the future is pretty bright. Now, obviously, there has a lot of work that needs to be done because right now uh, the app is still in beta and they have a lot of bugs and kinks they need to work out. I think in, in the past week or two alone, they've had Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg on the app. Both times those gentlemen have visited the app, they have literally broke it. Like, it's glitchy, it crashes, people are getting kicked out of rooms unexpectedly because they can't handle the large influx of people that come when these big people uh, come into the app. So, Clubhouse needs to become more stabilized before they ever think about going public. They need to sh- they need to sh- uh, throw up their server space or whatever. Or well, they need more server space because they don't have enough right now. The app is way too glitchy, far too often, and they definitely need to tighten that up before they go public. And I guess it's a good reason why it's in beta because they are not ready for prime time yet. They are not ready to handle that large load just yet. It ain't happening. But uh, hopefully uh, once they hire some more people, they can, they can strengthen their server on the back end and then they can handle a larger capacity of people. Can that be cool? So shout out to my man LeBaire for the $4.99 super chat. He's about to leave the room. <laughs> he says that his pet people on Clubhouse, and when a mod invite 50 people on stage, and you know what? I, I I agree with you. Um when if you are modding a clubhouse room, you want to keep your stage uncluttered. Uh, because the more people on stage, the more chaotic it gets. And then you got people who, like trying to talk over each other and it just getting confusing and crazy. And it gets difficult to figure out who's talking and you have that many people on stage because the way the app is set up. So if you are running a clubhouse room, uh, try to keep the stage to maybe 15 people or less. I mean, that's kind of a lot either or two. But if you if you can keep it to 15 people or less on the stage at a time, I think that's a that's a sweet spot. That's a good number. But I agree with LeBaron. Having 50 people on stage is not conducive. You really can't have a, a, conductive, a productive conversation with 50 people at a time. At that point, it just gets way too chaotic, way too hectic, and it's, just, it's not good. It's, it's not productive. So I would say definitely keep the stage limited to 15 or less people if you can do that. But back to the future of Clubhouse, I, like I said, once they fix their servers and hire more people on the back end, and de- uh, then they could consider maybe going open and maybe becoming more available to like Android and the public at large. But they definitely need to fix those servers because they cannot handle large loads right now. I mean, the app literally buckled when a major figure is on there hosting the room. It's crazy. <laughs> it's kind of nutty. Also, there's a lot of talk about uh, people wanting additional moderation uh, abilities. I mean, I guess, but some of it is just like uh, common sense to me. I don't know. If, uh, I don't really know if additional moderation uh, abilities are needed, but I guess for some people it'll be helpful. So I guess that's something for them to think about. The one thing that I don't want them to add, but I think a lot of people w- wish they would add. Is a way to uh, direct message somebody on the app. Right now on Clubhouse, there is no way to direct message anyone. Everything is done via audio. So if you want to direct message somebody, you literally have to invite them into a private room, which is kind of cumbersome and and just unintuitive. But if you want to direct message somebody on Clubhouse right now, you have to go to their Clubhouse bio and then hit them up on Twitter or Instagram to direct message them. I like that because it encourages the use of those other platforms and it kind of helps build up my other platform. So I kind of hope that Clubhouse never has a DM feature. I hope I know this is a hot take and I'm probably in the minority, but I hope that Clubhouse never gets a direct messaging feature. I hope it never happens because I like the way it's set up now. It doesn't need a direct message feature. Again, if you want to directly talk to somebody, just put them in a private room and do it that way. We do not need a direct message feature on Clubhouse. We don't need it. No, thank you. I'm cool. Get out of here with that. (laughs) The other thing is that there are already apps. I see somebody asking in the chat, will other platforms try to copy Clubhouse? They are already at it. Twitter has already had, they already have a Clubhouse competitor called Faces. Um, I have not used Twitter Faces, but I know that it's out there and I know that it exists. And according to what I'm being told, it is a lot like Clubhouse. Also, apparently Instagram is working on their own version of Clubhouse as well. So I swear, all these social media apps—they're all trying to copy each other, and it gets kind of annoying because then they all try to like, do the same stuff. I like, can y'all just let like like Instagram have pictures and and Facebook have stories and or or Snapchat have stories and and YouTube have YouTube and TikTok be TikTok? Why does YouTube have to have YouTube shorts to be like TikTok? Why does Instagram have to have reels like TikTok? Why does YouTube have to have stories like uh like Snapchat? It, it, it it's, it's so convoluted. And it's ridiculous. And at the end of the day, I don't use these extra features on the app. Like I don't really go to Twitter to use Fleet. I'm not trying to use stories on, uh, on, uh, Instagram or whatever. I'm not trying to do reels on Instagram. It's just, it's, it's a mess. But at the end of the day, when a, when a platform is as simple as Clubhouse is, it is inevitable that people will try to copy the, the, the secret sauce that makes Clubhouse what it is. But I don't think you can really copy Clubhouse because it kind of it kind of has the advantage of exclusivity. And what I mean by that is right now, Clubhouse is invite only and it's only on iOS. And right now it has a level of exclusivity that makes it kind of special to you because it's not open to everybody. Uh, Twitter faces, uh, even though it's kind of not open to everybody, it's still open to the entire Twitter platform. So it's not it doesn't have the exclusivity that Clubhouse does because Clubhouse is iOS only. Now you could say that that might be a limiting factor to Clubhouse, but at the same time, it kind of makes Clubhouse the the little nice quaint environment that it is right now because it is exclusive. So I think Clubhouse has an advantage in the fact that it's not open to the public yet. It is iOS only, and only a select number of people can get on there right now. So it kind of gives you that 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 exclusive that exclusive feel that you don't get on other platforms right now. Oh, wow. Shout out to LeBair for another super chat. He said he increased his IG follow by 400 followers in 30 days. He said, keep the DM keep the DM the way that they are. Exactly. That is that is one of the cool things about Clubhouse. Since you cannot DM people on Clubhouse, they have to go to your Instagram. They have to go to your Twitter to direct message you. And that can help in, uh, increase your uh, your presence and your following on those other platforms. So I agree with you again, LeBaron. This is kind of weird. Me and him usually don't agree with it much, but we are definitely in lockstep tonight. (laughs) But I agree with you, LeBaron. I like the way Clubhouse is doing it by encouraging the use of Instagram and Twitter and not having a direct messaging feature inside of the Clubhouse application. Don't want it. Don't need it. No, thank you. (laughs) So the future of Clubhouse is very bright. Um, Again, when they fix those servers, Um, They'll probably open up to more people. They'll probably open up to the public and Android and everything like that. So the app is only going to get bigger and bigger. And it's probably probably going to lose its quaintness. But, I mean, they have to thrive and survive somehow. So I'm enjoying it as much as I can enjoy it now while it has that exclusivity to it and that quaintness that it has right now because it's definitely going to lose that. But I think the future is Bright, like I said earlier, they have some powerful backing it's not going anywhere, even if other uh companies try to like emulate it. You can't really emulate the field that Clubhouse has right now. So uh good luck with that. But uh if you guys have any questions about the, the platform, let me know and I will answer them as best I can. And uh we will go from there. Let's see. The, uh the post says he has hundreds of DM, uh he has hundreds of Instagram DMs that he hasn't read yet. Way too many to get through. <laughs> man, you better start opening up them DMs, bro. You better open them up the man. You better open them up, bro. Open them up. All right, Jonathan. says, Do you guys think Clubhouse would be better off in the future with an invite system forever? Mmm, that's a good question. You know what? I kind of think so. Because like I said, I like the way Clubhouse does the invite because it forever links you to who you invite. So if you bring a douche on the app and they get douchey, it is the it is a direct reflection of you. So it makes people more aware of who they're inviting to the app. So I actually agree because you know I I agree, Jonathan. I do hope Clubhouse keeps the invite system, but obviously they're not because that's just not, that's not a good business model. So obviously that's going away, but I do like the way they have it set up for now. And I I wouldn't mind if they kept it that way forever. That, that's pretty cool. So uh, definitely hope they keep that for, for as long as they can. Yeah, like I yeah, I like it too. I like the accountability of the invite system. So again, whoever you invite to the app is forever You're forever linked with that person. So if you invite a douche to the app, it is a direct reflection of you, and it's not gonna be a good look. They're gonna be looking at you like, yo, what you do? Why are you bring that person on the app? What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> All right, but you got do you guys have any other questions or thoughts about Clubhouse before we uh, wrap this up? Because uh, I think I covered everything I want to cover tonight. Um, it's an amazing platform. I hope you guys get to use it. If you are listening to the podcast right now and you are looking for an invite to clubhouse. Uh, Just get on your favorite social media platform and ask around. I'm pretty sure somebody will have an invite for you if you ask around Uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. If you ask for a Clubhouse invite for somebody, they will be able to get you into the app. So, uh, again, just be aware that it's iPhone only right now. So you got you have to have an iPhone to use it. So uh, that is one of the caveats of trying to use it right now. It is iOS only. All right. Nikos is asking a question that I uh, addressed earlier. Uh, Why is it not out for Android yet? Uh, Nico, the reason why it's not out for Android uh, Android, yet is because Clubhouse is only nine employees deep. They only have nine employees, so they do not have the manpower to support a separate Android platform. So until they hire more people, they don't have the they don't have the, the bandwidth to develop an Android app. So they are looking to hire more people and they are hiring people by the day. So I think one of their top priorities is to develop an Android app. But they can't do it yet because they don't have enough people to do that. Ain't said, I've gone down the rabbit hole? I think he said I've gone down that rabbit hole. who is invited who? Yeah, like I, I like the fact that you can see who invited who because again, if somebody if a bad actor ends up on a the platform, then you know who invited them, and you can go up for their neck <laughs> So uh yeah, you know what's up. you know, you know. It's almost like community policing. <laughs> it is literally community policing, so I like the way they have that set up for sure. Um, ah, what else? Anybody else have any additional questions about Club Out before we uh wrap this up today? Let's see. Uh, uh, Nico says, What do I think of the OnePlus 9 leak that I-, I haven't even paid attention, bro? The only thing that I've seen about the OnePlus 9 is that it's gonna have a Hasselblad camera. I mean, okay, I mean, the last time I saw a Hasselblad camera, I think it was uh on a modal mod or something like that, and it was okay at best. I don't, I don't know, dude, but. I mean, obviously with OnePlus, the main thing they need to work on is their camera. So if half the black can help them, with, help them with that, then that should be cool. All right. LeBaron says, if some of the tech YouTubers were smart, they could go to the other influencer rooms and introduce themselves as tech influencers. I guarantee you, they would uh, you would increase yourself by at least 30 or 40 per day. Okay. So this is my other pet peeve about the, the app. Um, some people are using it. I feel like some people are using it disingenuously. And what I mean by that is they are literally trying to cloud chase and gain followers. And that's their sole purpose of using the app. And I guess that's okay. But I think me personally, it is my personal opinion that if you just go on there and network and communicate naturally with your fellow uh, people on the app, that will literally uh, yield you better results than trying to go in there and chase cloud and build followers. Uh, there are people on the app that their sole purpose of the, gain the biggest follower count possible. And I'm kind of like, why? I don't know what a large following on Clubhouse will, get, will garner you. I mean, you might get a few people that check out your bio, maybe, but I think more people will be willing to check out your bio if you are providing value in the Clubhouse room. If you provide value in those rooms, people will naturally want to know more about you, and they will check out your bio naturally, and then they will go to the other platform. If they feel like you are somebody that they can trust and um, establish that relationship with. But if you are if you are on Clubhouse just to gain followers, nobody looking past your your bio like that. They're not trying to defi- figure you out. They don't care about you like that. They They just want you to follow them, basically. At that point, it becomes a follow for follow game. And they don't really care about you as a person. They just care about you as a number. So I think people really need to be careful about how they're using the app. And don't get themselves in situations where it's just like follow for follow because that, that that's not going to benefit you. Uh, they they're not going to care about you as an individual. They're going to care about you as a number, and that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, I, I know what you I know what you're talking about, but it's the same thing. If you are just on there just to gain your YouTube subscribers, I don't know how that's going to work on Clubhouse because if we if we have highlighted time and time again on these live streams, you can't go on Clubhouse trying to get trying to get your YouTube uh, subscriber count up. It, 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 People are people are on clubhouse to you clubhouse. They're not on clubhouse to go to your, your uh, YouTube channel. So I don't know if I don't know if that's going to work that way. I mean, obviously, it does happen. But again, it will happen more organically if you are naturally engaged in the rooms and clubhouse and not trying to just be in there to get your YouTube subscriber count up. Uh, yeah. So uh, like you said, LeBaron, you got to add value. Nobody, no one is going to your YouTube channel just, just because you are present they'll go to your YouTube channel if you are adding value in the room. So yes. And that and that reference, I do agree with you. If you are good at networking and building relationships with people on Clubhouse, then yes, they will naturally want to go to your YouTube channel and check you out. So that is definitely possible. Yo, we got Big Cloud Gaming in the building. What's up, Big Cloud? How you doing, baby? How you doing? Yes, yeah, we are in here. We are in the building. Yes. Yeah. Yes, LeBaron, the point of the app is networking, but you have to do it in a genuine fashion. You just can't go in there just to be mooching off people. You have to go in there with a genuine want to network and build relationships with other people. So I would say just be careful about how you go about doing that. But you are absolutely right. It is a networking monster. It is the best. It is the absolute best networking platform out there right now. Michael Pepper said, I've had a couple of people sub to me and comment they like what I uh, I said on Clubhouse. I have too, but Michael, that happened, of course, because you provided value in the clubhouse room that you were in, and people found you interesting enough to go check out your YouTube channel. So again, if you can go into these clubhouse rooms and build natural relationship with people, then they will want to go and check out your YouTube or your archive on YouTube. So it kind of it kind of how that works, you know. It is what it is. That 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 that's exactly how that works. So LeBaron says, my point is don't sit around and talk to the same people you talk to every day. Exactly. Like when I'm on Clubhouse, I I go to all types of rooms on Clubhouse. I go to the YouTube room. I go to the gaming room. I go to women in tech room. I go to to the dating room. I go to all the rooms. I like to talk to all the people. So you are right. Uh, Talking to the same people over and over again is not going to really do much for your networking. So, again, I mean, why do I why do we keep agreeing tonight? Again, me and LeBaron agree that you need to like explore different possibilities on clubhouse i say go on the app explore have fun and go out there and meet all the people that you can meet because it will literally change your life shout out to those y'all who are listening on audio only this week thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe drive um i appreciate you guys hanging out each and every week again if you want to support the podcast Definitely check out the buy me a coffee link in the show notes. Again, it is not required, but anything that you are willing to contribute greatly, greatly appreciated. If you happen to be listening on an Apple device, and most of you are, please consider leaving a rating or review. It helps more people discover the show. It helps us get back into the into the top two hundred of tech podcasts on Apple, all that good stuff. So please, if you are listening on an Apple device, uh, please leave a rating or review. And once again, thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. But until the next time, people, this your boy Viper, the man about tech. You know where to find me. So come back for more.